So I find this food scientist, right? $10,000, which money I didn't have. So this is terrifying. So I pay him the 10 grand and I did a ton of research. I came up with this little proposal. I still have it. It's like a three page document awesome. of like the ingredients I wanted, the ingredients I didn't want. And I'm like, okay, read through this and let's put something together. And I had some like crazy ideas. I wanted to use vegan branch chain amino acids, which nobody knows what those are. But I was like, oh, people, this is like, a, you know, from my fitness world, right? It'll yeah. do good. And so, yeah, I spend all this money and I'll never forget, you know, a couple months later, they ship you samples. So they actually put together like- Crazy. They, they make the drink, right? Mm. They use your guidance and they mm. order the samples of the ingredients and then they put it together. And so I get home from work one day I got this box on, you know, <laughs> my front porch. I'm like, oh, here's the drink. Here's the drink that's going to change my life, change the world, right? So I don't even try it right away. I wait till the weekend and I have all my friends and family over for a blind taste test because I read somewhere that you're supposed to do a blind taste test, right? <laughs> Didn't even know what it was. I got like party cups, you know, like those red beer pong oh, yeah, cups. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like so unprofessional it looked. And I labeled them with a marker, like A through E or whatever. And I had this sheet of paper that everyone had to fill out. So I'd put, I don't know, Red Bull, vitamin water, like a bunch of drinks in these. And yep. one of the cups was my drink. So everyone comes over, everyone that I care about at the time. And they're, you know, doing the taste testing. And I collect the sheets at the end and I'm reading through it. It's like sample A, you know, taste familiar, love this, tastes great. Sample B, amazing, had this before. Sample C, a little sweet, but like it. I get to sample D and it's like, tastes like battery acid. Would never drink this again. What is this horrendous drink? And I'm like, what's sample D? And I look at my sheet, I'm like, sample D, that's my drink. That's my formula. I spent all this money with this food scientist for this drink to taste terrible. So that's where this started, right? Mm. Is I didn't know what I was doing, right? I gave this food scientist, I learned later, you know, a set of guidelines that was just unrealistic mm. without tons of R&D, right? Like yep. vegan branch chain amino acids and mm -hmm. stuff. And right in that moment, I was ready to quit. I was like, okay, this maybe this just isn't meant yeah. to be. Yeah. But I just kept thinking back to my friend that had the heart attack. And I kept thinking back to what my dad did, right? The guy overcome lung cancer to start a company, right? In his forties with yep. two young kids at home. I'm going to quit because I have one sample that tastes bad, right? Mm -hmm. So we went back to the food scientist and another two months later, I get more samples. And yeah, the approach going back the second time, did yes. you, did you, were you still like giving him ideas or were you letting him, letting this person run a little bit? A little bit of both. Yeah. So I have this conversation with them and they were pretty new at the time too. So I mm -hmm. think we were mm -hmm. <laughs> fighting an uphill battle, right? They're sending it like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't afford the really good one. So I'm like getting, yeah. So, so we're like, okay, what is, you know, they had a bad aftertaste. So we're like, hey, what's causing the bad aftertaste? Well, you want to use these vegan BCAAs. Well, we got to take that out. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. Let's take that out. I don't think that's going to ruin the drink. And then, you know, we try something different. Yep. So it was really, uh, you know, just a lot of trials, trying mm -hmm. different things. It was research and development basically because mm -hmm. no one had done a drink like this. Yep. And one of the fascinating things is we tried every caffeine source you can imagine, right? Mm -hmm. And we would, when we tried caffeine from tea, everyone would report feeling better for longer, like not getting a crash. They wouldn't get the jitters. So we're like, okay, there's got to be something to caffeine from tea. So I start doing research. Well, yeah, sure enough, tea has amino acids that their studies now showing it can combine with the caffeine molecule and prolong its positive effects. <laughs> so that's how we ended up. I didn't plan on creating an energy tea. It was just going to be a healthy energy drink, right? Mm. We just happened to get into tea 
from those trials, right? And I mm. think if our first sample set had tasted good, we probably wouldn't have went and it would have went in a totally different direction, right? Mm. So that was another cool thing that came out of as difficult and as expensive as it was, those trials yep. led us to creating the formula we have today. Mm. Crazy. So so how, how long is this R&D period? And is it R&D while you're still working? It's while I'm still working. Okay. Yeah. So again, evenings and weekends, yeah. I'm not letting it affect my career. And I'm a young guy at the time, right? I have no commitment. So I can just do this when I get mm -hmm. home at 630 or whatever, yep. right? And on the weekends. And so I, had, I, I look back at it sometimes. I wrote a business plan in like 2018, I think. And I thought we were going to launch in like summer of 2018. Like I thought it was going to be like a five month process to do the R&D and get the drink. And it ended up, we didn't launch until basically January of 2020. Wow. So it was a two year process mm. of doing the R&D, getting the Health Canada approvals. Yep. It was a ton of back and forth. Yep. I don't even know how many samples we went through with that food scientist. Mm. It would have been hundreds. And for sure. And always paying. Like there's like always paying, yeah. Because the ten the ten was for the like the ten was for like the initial round samples. One. Round one. Mm. I think it included a couple of iterations, but yeah. we burned through that budget right away. And mm. then it was just a monthly fee. So we were paying by the hour. Wow. So here I am at Tourmaline, you know, I have a mortgage and yeah. some financial commitments at mm -hmm. this point, and I'm paying, you know, two, three, four thousand dollars a month mm -hmm. just funding it out of my salary and Christmas bonus and stuff to mm -hmm. keep this crazy idea alive when we never made a single sale. Mm. So that was a tough period. But again, it was that I'd removed the escape hatch, right? I yep. have to do this because yep. I put all this money in. So it forced me to, my back was up against the wall, right? Like I had to make this work. Yep. Yeah. And that's where the magic happens. Do you think that happens for everybody? I feel like, I feel like when pe some people get pushed into a corner, they wilt. I that's think, a good point. Yeah. I think, yeah. And, yeah Listen, you say it out loud. I'm like, yeah. dude, I get you. Yeah, yeah. You, you put me in a corner and I'm coming out swinging. I'm coming out swinging, right? Like I, that's yeah. my Just because there's no, you say safety hatch, I say safety net. Like yes. There's no, there's no plan B here. There's no plan B here. Like this is. This is it. There's no trust. There's <laughs> yeah. no like, there's no trust fund. I mean, there's no like, yeah. there's no magic financing yes. behind me. This is it. This is it. So yeah. I have to swing. I would agree. I think. You know, when I, when I think back in my athletic career, I think that's where I trained it, right? Mm -hmm. I, can rem I can remember some of my early basketball games where I'd get really nervous, like felt like my back was up against the wall mm -hmm. and then I'd perform terribly, right? Or like not show up mentally mm -hmm. for the game. Yep. But when you go through those experiences, I feel like every time you get that back against the wall feeling, you're, now you're a little bit more comfortable there, yep. right? And so I do think, well, mm -hmm. some people do wilt. Yep. It's a skill that can be developed I for think, sure. if you put yourself there enough yep. times. Yep. Experiences. Yeah. Experiences. Um, so two years of R&D. Two years of R&D. And that was a painful process because here I am, you know, I have this dream, I want to pursue it, but I can't because yeah. of all these roadblocks, right? The R&D process has taken a lot longer. And then the self-doubt starts to creep in, right? Dude, I was just going to ask <laughs> you that. The self-doubt starts to, yeah, there was, there was a lot of periods where I failed on my one thing a day because I would have to take like two weeks off mentally because it was just a complete anxiety even yeah. thinking about it. Yeah. Like, how am I going to do this? Like that's a real, the self-doubt's a real, it's funny you brought that up because I was thinking, I'm like, how, where does this fit into his equation? Because it's, it's a driver, right? That can, yes, it's, um, it just creeps in. It might not overwhelm you, just like it pulls, instead of having all the energy to go forward, I feel like self-doubt just like takes enough energy that you can't move anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, and that's, I felt that too. And then 
another challenging part is, you know, I'm getting more established in my career, right? Mm. I'm starting to make more money, yeah. right? Get a promotion I, or something, a different I got title. Like, I got a different title mm -hmm. at the job. I went Check. from water engineer. <laughs> they put me in production now. So I was doing like some production stuff, which is mm. what I always dreamed of doing. And so then you start to question, okay, yeah. is this even what I really want to do, mm -hmm. right? And that was a very turbulent couple of years. And who, um, sorry to interrupt you, um, did you talk to anybody about all this when it's happening? My did, dad, yeah. That was your, like your one go-to, like my, yeah, my mm. dad, yeah. So as, you're, as you're like have these inner questions, you'd be like, yeah, dad, do it, do <laughs> I, do I have this? <laughs> do I have this? And I'll never forget. It. I remember the moment we were in Cactus Club downtown. I met him after work one day because I think he was down there for meetings, and this was like 2019, right? And we'd gotten pretty far in the R and D process. We had a formula that was winning the blind taste test now, right? <laughs> And he's like, what are you doing? Like, when are you going to go? Because like, there's a, there's a window here. Like you can't, you can't do both. And he, he loves the karate kid. You can probably relate to this. And he referenced this part of the karate kid where Mr. Miyagi says, you know, you walk on the left side of the road, safe. Walk on the right side of the road, safe. But you walk in the middle, squish like a grape. And the point of that story was, if you're gonna do something, either don't do it or do it full out. Mm. Because if you half-ass it, you're gonna get squished like a grape. Mm. And that one conversation had such a profound impact on me because he's right, mm. you know? You can make a ton of excuses, yeah. you know, as to why you're not gonna commit fully, but every exceptional guest you've had on this podcast that's accomplished something amazing, they've committed themselves mm -hmm. to that full throttle, 100, yeah. 100%, right? Yeah. And so that was the conversation that ultimately led me to just say, okay, mm. I got to quit my job and, and, and go full throttle at this and, and take, a, take the risk. <laughs> so was it ready for um, consumption, like public consumption, like retail? Was it ready for retail or did you quit before it was retail? About the same time. Okay. Yeah, so we'd done like some trial production runs where we'd get, you know, like a thousand units type of thing. Mm -hmm. And a lot of those units we'd get initially, we couldn't even use because they would leak or we'd have issues with them or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, we were kind of in some stores at yeah. the time. Like we're in a few retail stores. We were selling in a sock store. The core mall downtown doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah. Like a couple small grocery stores, but it wasn't, we weren't really getting anywhere. And you, it was just you out there talking to people, meeting people and kind of selling the idea. Yeah, and so I teamed up with at the time too my business partner two business partners now so my sister Carly was a cardiac nurse she was working on the cardiac unit as a nurse and Rob my best friend growing up was a geophysicist so early in this you know back in 2018 when I got the idea I met up with them I'm like what do you guys think of this mm. and so we teamed up the three of us mm. and went through this R&D process together and they quit their jobs kind of similar similar timeline yeah, late 2019, we'd gotten like a shipment to my house. So I'm still working downtown. I've product in my garage and on weekends and stuff. We're going to like markets and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But it's not, you're never going to get anywhere taking that approach, right? Yep. You need, you know, this, especially consumer goods, you need 100% of your attention to even give yourself a chance at mm -hmm. making it successful. Mm -hmm. um, you brought up a very interesting story that I was, I almost forgot about, but working with family. Yes. I would love to understand you and your sister must have a very interesting relationship because like, you know, family can go one of two ways. It can be the answer. The answer, yeah. And it could be the thing that tears everybody apart. So a hundred percent. You trusted it right away that you wanted your sister in on this? Yeah, I did. Yeah, for sure. And I, you know, 
because of my parents, mm-hmm. right? She was with me seeing what my dad went through, right? Yep. And seeing what both my parents went through, seeing the work ethic, right? And she had that same work ethic too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's when I give, when people ask me, what's the secret to choosing a good business partner? Well, in my experience, there's two things. Your work ethics have to be aligned. That's a big one, right? Because yeah. if one business partner wants to work seven days a week and the other one values their weekends, mm-hmm. you're going to have issues. You're going to clash at some point, right? Yeah. And then two, you know, do they bring something to the table that you don't have, right? Because mm-hmm. if you're both really good at the same thing, well, you're going to clash. Yeah. Well, I'm good at operations and, you know, from working oil and gas, right? Yeah. The day-to-day stuff. Carly's a nurse. She's incredible with people. She's really good with sales. Mm. She's really organized. I'm not the most organized. Mm-hmm. So we just complemented each other, mm. which was really unique being a brother and sister duo. So we have a very beautiful relationship. Uh, you know, I couldn't ask for a better relationship with my sister, but I agree with you because that, you know, I got very blessed because a lot of times it can go completely the other direction. Mm-hmm. That, um, the trust factor, I feel like, because I don't have any partners with what I do. Yes. But the idea of um, having a partner, like there's got to be this extreme level of trust. You know, yes. like just for, to either let them go down the path and make decisions or actually yeah. spend money or like whatever it is, like family you always trust. Yes. You, you trust, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, business, a business partnership is a marriage. Mm. Right, my dad makes the joke. It's a marriage without the sex. So basically, just a marriage. <laughs> that's his. <laughs> that's dad, a joke. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so he loves good. that joke, but it's so it's very true, right? Yeah. It is a marriage, right? Mm-hmm. You see this person for sometimes 10, 12, 14 hours a day, yeah. six, seven days a week, yeah. right? So, like, you have to be, you have to treat it like a marriage in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. right? Because it it's probably the most important other than your significant other, the yeah. most important relationship that you're gonna yeah. have in your life. Yeah. So crazy, man. I just I'm just like thinking I got so I have a younger brother, younger sister. Yeah. I was like, hmm, can I start a business with them? I'm like probably because yeah. there's just like this like for me it's like built in respect, right? Yes. The only thing I don't know if I don't know if being the older brother if they'd actually if I would have the the skill to actually let them like go do their thing. Go do their thing, right? Yeah, what are you doing over there? What are you doing? (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's where, you know, Carly and I having very differing skill sets. I think we've really complimented each other because she's not going to tell me how to Mm. engineer the production line and Mm. I'm not going to tell her how to pack an order or do a sales call. Right. (laughs) So it's like, yeah, we just, because we play in different Mm -hmm. segments of the business and same with my business partner, Rob, right? He's a brilliant marketing mind. He's Mm. a professional photographer. He's worked with some of the biggest, you know, whiskey companies in the world. He just got back from Scotland recently, actually. Mm. They hired him to do a photo shoot out there. So I don't tell him how to take photos. I don't tell him how to, you know, do some of our marketing because he's so good at that. Mm. And so because we play in different yep. segments of the business, it works. It really works. We have our bad days too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but yeah. you know, as an as a whole, I would say we have something that 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 works quite well. Mm. Um, so you quit? Yeah, quit my job, man. I'll never forget that moment. You know, I walked into my boss's office one day, and it took me like days to work up the courage to mm. to do this, right? Because I was really torn. I loved. I love that company. I still, mm-hmm. I still do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, you're not. This isn't BS. This yeah, is this like, is like I genuinely. I keep in touch with the you know the people yeah. that are there, and they gave me an amazing opportunity, and I wish them all the best. So it was painful for me to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I walked into my my boss's office and, and told them, and they were incredibly supportive, which just speaks to their culture. Yeah, too right. 
and went back to my office, closed the door, man. And I was just like inconsolable. Mm. It was probably the hardest thing I had done up until that point mm. in my life. Yeah, I gave a month's notice and made sure that I finished on a high note, yeah. you know, got to see Mike Rose before I left and shake his hand and he wished me luck, which is like, yeah. he has no idea what that meant to me, right? Mm-hmm. This guy's just like mm-hmm. my hero, mm-hmm. <laughs> Michael Jordan of yeah. entrepreneurship, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. Wayne Gretzky of entrepreneurship. So they were very supportive and yeah, January of, of 2020, which is crazy. I My last day was January, the last day of January, January 31st, 2020. My dad's last day in oil and gas when he quit his job. Coincidentally, we didn't know this till years later. It was also January 31st. So we quit our jobs on the exact same day. So we have an Independence Day celebration every year. It's <laughs> a good day. Yeah, we smoke a cigar and celebrate our independence. Amazing. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's just wild how that, how that worked. And mm-hmm. everyone was so gracious to me leaving. You know, there was people in the, there's multiple people in the office that still order our product every month. Cool. So it's been, it's been really neat to mm-hmm. have them be so supportive of, of my journey. Mm-hmm.